When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Afternoon and uh, welcome to the Hump Day edition of the Lori and Julia Show. My talk 107. A lot of everything. Entertainment busy show for you today. We've got an author lined up. We're going to talk with her at the bottom of the hour. A couple of manuary candidates. We will chat with them. And we will also give away another pair of tickets to the Super Bowl experience this Sunday at the convention center. We'll let you know when to call in for those. Thank you so much. All right. We are so much more combobulated today (laughs) instead of being discombobulated, which is what we were yesterday. And when I got home and I told Casey, because, you know, he saw me yesterday when I, you know, took the cab to our house with the audio technical recorder thingy. And so I this, rushed it to the station, station so we could get all of our great SAG interviews and audio. Audio. And he's like, what are you doing? And I just like threw my bags down. I said, I've got to get to the station to get this very important audio done. So at least like half of it will be ready. So I get home last night and he's like, so how was all that terrific audio? And I said... <laughs> You know how I have a problem remembering what the two clicks I have to do to get onto Netflix? Mm -hmm. Because there's like really three remotes or something involved. He says, yeah. He says, you mean where you blame me that you don't go back and watch Netflix shows Mm -hmm. that I drop out of? I go, yeah. Well, I blame Julia now because she <laughs> no, I said I blame the Vikings. Oh, that was it. I said, so we have no audio. I said, none of it. Well, no. And then I told him about your exciting Amanda and. You know, and that Donnie found, you know, that you asked questions in the press room. He was very impressed that you asked the, this is us. And I said, it's it's out there. We found it. But I said, Casey, I was really just really terrible doing some great commentating. He goes, now it's just in your mind. I'm just like, yeah. And then I, I, I called, you know, B. Arthur today and I said, listen, I want you to know, I really do work feel bad oh. feel bad that i am so inept and and but rocco said maybe there's something with the sims cards but then we realized no because when julia recorded the one time it worked yeah yeah mm-hmm. and she th- thinks it's very funny and then i've just gotten incredibly upset about jason and alexis and half of the people out there is it or isn't isn't it Donna Mills? And I'm like, you and I were there with my two sisters, and we fangirled her and talked to her about specific things, met her guy. Okay, these are two different topics. I know, One, but, you're inept yes, with yeah. audio but and technical things. But now people think we're inept with, and with, two, we, with, we with have, real life we encounters. See. Yes. Okay. okay, so. We have eyes. Okay, one of those is true. What? A, that we you're inept with recording stuff. 
Yeah. And, and never going to be. No, you never get to do and that then again. B. I'm really Arthur, B. Arthur says to me, you know, we've told you girls before, you can just record on your phone. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> See? Well, I, we made videos. I mean, I made a ton of videos. Today, if you go and check it out, we went and tasted the Super Bowl 52 food. So there's videos out there. Lori actually did one about blue balls. I thought it was, there was this beautiful, shiny, lovely. It was like, you know, like a special color blue. Football. Football. At this well, event that we went to at yeah, Twin City so I, Bank I, Stadium. I, I, I just said that's so cool that we they use a colored football that it doesn't have to be the regular old pig skin. Okay. Was it a real football? Yes. Okay. And it's Check called it. the Duke, which was my grandpa's name. But it, it's just like a souvenir. They said that oh, that's not a pay. You can't pass with that football. It slip right out of your hands. It's got a shiny lacquer all over it. But anyway, Lori, what there's a couple know? different things you're inept at. And technic, technical things, it's 100% true. She doesn't... Yeah. We know. I ta- taught Lori how to delete some things yesterday or last week. I mean, you had how many, like 27,000 things that you had emails. to e- emails that oh, you had to delete. We just learned how to do that not too long ago. So we, one step at a time. And it was a little bit on me for even thinking yeah. that you would do your job. How wrong of me. Yeah, but the, let's go back to job. the Donna Mills thing. Yeah. Because okay. there seems to be Donna Gate. Donnie, do you have any audio from that morning show? Talking about how they... Uh, nothing new. I don't understand no. why people don't believe that we say we met okay. someone. No, nothing new. They keep showing photos side by side of, uh, you know, me and Donna Mills at the Polo right. Lounge. Because the one you took of everybody in the Polo Lounge booth, it's, it's a little dark. dark. It's a little okay. dark. So the, the, the theory is, is that it's a different nose and she's parting her hair on a different side. Hello? Than, I do that every day. Yeah, I've I've got a different nose. Whatever hair part, and and also, you know, they always show clip a photo of her like at forty or forty five. She's seventy seven. Yeah, she's seventy seven, and you know, maybe she's had a little something done to look as incredible as she looks. And I I was so. I called both of my sisters and I said, "We are being doubted." And my sister is like, what? well, I can't believe people are tweeting Donna Mills because she looked fabulous and we met her. And I can't tell you, she spent so much time with us that it's kind of embarrassing. They either they're punking us or they think she that lady is punking us. And one lady even tweeted us that she used to get mistaken for a law and order actress. And sometimes she would just go with it. And we have often told mm. people who look like somebody try and get a better restaurant reservation. Absolutely. Go yeah, with right, it. Right, yeah. Go with it. If someone thinks you're somebody, just go with it. So. That's a theory that's out there, but anyway, I was just exhausted with the whole thing. You know, I went to bed at eight o'clock last night and got up at ten. Oh wow! My oh, Danny, we were so. T- I know. I don't blame you. Ten hours, you needed it. Yeah. Well, oh, I, 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 I stayed. I made. Uh, I did some manual voting. I did. did we do lose. Some, did we lose both p- both yes. positions yesterday? Last we lost. night. We lost last both. night. I couldn't believe it. But today, Nick Demuth uh, is doing. Uh, very well, so we want not people well to enough. Keep, we want people to vote. Yeah, keep voting because the guy he's up against, I think, uh, Colleen and Bradley have been pumping him for the last. And they few have. Hours. So, here's the deal. Feel sorry for us at this point because we no. don't have. No, I'm telling our listeners, please okay. help us because Colleen and Bradley, Jason, Alexis, Donna, and Steve, they have so many people in. We have one person in. No, we, we have two people today. We have Ryan. No, Mac- I understand no. that we have one person who's gone through to the next round. Oh. We yeah. need your help today. We would love it if you would vote for Nick DeMuth and Ryan McEnany. Yeah. Both of these men are just absolutely fantastic people. They do so much for the community. They want to give back. Vote, 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 vote once, vote often. Please. Right? 
Yeah, I yeah. mean, we, we yeah. vote on every machine we have because now they've got the repacha or whatever that is. The repacha. What is that? The robot. What? The robot. It says, <laughs> fill out the repacha. To, I, to say, no, I'm not a robot. Yeah. That's what it's called if you don't do it. Fill out the repacha. And I never. I, I didn't know it was yeah, called that. R E capital P A T C H A. Oh. I'm just like, the repacha. I think I'm it's the company that. that Puts those block of things, identify all the buses or the bikes. Yeah, yeah. All the street signs in this Because in past photo. manuaries, there have been multiple, multiple votes. From a single unit. That's right. From Julia. a single machine. That's right. So Rapacha is overlooking things. Yes, it is. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. You're so, welcome. You're uh, welcome, Marine. Last, last night... Um, you know, Casey dropped out of This Is Us. I just think he couldn't take the emotions. You know, one hanky, oh. two hanky, three hanky. And uh-huh. if you didn't get a chance to watch This Is Us, I, I mean, there were spoilers everywhere. I'll just say two words, crockpot. Um, but uh, Casey, he's like, you know, he dropped out of the show, like, maybe in in November or something. He said, this is just too sad. I don't want to watch it anymore. I'm like, it's so good. It's so good. And so last night... We just tried two episodes of this new show on Showtime that was so compelling, so good. The Shy. Oh, what's it about? It's, it's about a, Chicago, Chicago, it? yeah. Southside Chicago, mm-hmm. and how this one. Ah, uh, it just was incredible. But a, a shooting happens of of a young, you know, black kid, and the domino effect of what happens with people not sharing what they know with the police, the distrust of the police, the trickle-down effect, the incredible... It was so compelling and so, so good. Highly recommend. It's on Showtime. Okay. And it's just started like three weeks ago. Oh, all right. This morning I had to watch This Is Us. All right. Well, I watched The Resident last night. Oh, how was that? I liked it. It's on... I think it's on Fox. It is. It just started Sunday night, I think. Yeah, and it's with our guy who was Rory's boyfriend. The last boyfriend. Yeah. uh, Matt Jukri or something like that. And we met him at the SAG Awards and he was also in The Good Wife. Yeah, he's great. He's great. It's I really liked it. Yeah, I want to try that one. So. It was fun. Okay, and um, and then tonight Waco starts with Taylor Kitsch on the old Spike TV. It's the Dowdle Brothers from St. Paul. Neil Justin had a great story about yes, them in the paper, and it's just a six-part series and about David Koresh, Koresh. and yeah. Taylor Kitsch plays David Koresh, and um, Michael Shannon plays the FBI agent. So, and if people remember that the branch of uh, the Davidians, yeah. oh gosh, and they were all holed up in Texas. Yes, yes. Gosh, that was 1993, Lori. That's when we were in um, Florida. At a national meeting, remember? Yeah, at Carlson. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that that starts tonight, and uh, but uh, Neil likes it. He said they have a good grip on the morals and stubbornness that goes on in a in a cult. Yeah, and in 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 a small town that's got this whole yeah this gr- lot of people that are in there and kind of anyway. I'm curious to see it, but it's now called Paramount T, a channel. 
Spike is now Paramount. Paramount. Okay, yeah. Just, yeah. just they're getting away from this heavy male stuff. Yeah, they're bringing back Heather's. Yes, I think in March. This is where Kyle Richards, the American yes, Wife, is going to be on in June. In June. Yep. They're All doing right. more original programming. Also, and fun. Uh, Kevin Costner is going to have a ten-part Western series later in the year. I saw that. Who is better than him? Oh, he's Giddy so up, good. Girl. Get on up, Julia. So the episode <laughs> of This Is Us was really, really good last night, and you had asked a great question of uh, Mandy Moore. Um, specifically, and people were tweeting at us about do they ever watch the show together and do they cry and move us the way we feel moved and everything. It was the when best we were- question of the whole press room at the Screen Actor Guild Award. Thank you. My oh, God, opinion. I love you, Lori. And I'm very glad it lives on you. in YouTube since I did not press the right button. <laughs> So last night people were tweeting us um, Dan Fogelberg or Fogelman, Fogelman. Fogelman, probably, yeah. He is the creator of This Is Us. He also created Pitch Perfect, a TV show we loved. But he tweeted a link of Mandy and Milo, who played each other's, you know, they're married on the show, watching last night's episode in... um, his office and their reaction to it. And of course, did we? I, I would call I yesterday. I'm putting on my makeup for the Super Bowl thing we're doing. And as I just this thought, this morning when you I, watched it, yeah, I might as well stop because now I'm four tissues in and I just keep crying. And just, and then there was a lovely, we got to see, um, uh, Kevin and Randall smash walls. I don't know why I love seeing a man with that big sledgehammer hitting drywall <laughs> in just nothing but a, Tank and a pair of work gloves. I just love that. I could I'd watch a show all day about okay. that. It's called Fixer Upper, Lori. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, but that's right. too. HGTV. I just only want to watch beautiful men in motion. All right, is, that, fine. is that too much to ask fine. for? No. And then, um, but they teased what the Super Bowl This Is Us is going to be because This Is Us is showing a special thing after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and last night's episode was about their family tradition of always watching the Super Bowl together, and we. Knew that there was a house fire. We found that out last fall. Now we find out. Spoiler alert. A spoiler alert. And us is, uh, this is us fans are basically vowing to never use a crock pot again. But I say never accept a crock pot that's 32 years old from some neighbor who says, eh, it's got a funny little switch. Because, <laughs> eh. Is that what they did? Yeah, we don't know. Is that? We're going to find out more. Oh, okay. oh no. You find that out oh, last you did? Oh, oh, yeah. Lori. Yeah, wait yeah. a, wait a. It's a trigger word, crockpot. That's why it was trending everywhere this morning, and all of this, and it was Super Bowl related. And then we find out about. Um, Are you going to tell us? Anything? No, I'm not. But there's a, a a whole dog situation that happens, and they. Um, Kate says to Toby, "Look at it's. He he looks like Jacob Tremblay. It's a Jacob Tremblay dog, and." You know, Casey has a doggle ganger. I don't know why that word doesn't get used instead doggle of doggle ganger. Doggle ganger. Everybody is a doggle ganger. Casey's is a French bulldog. There's a Laura Dern doggle ganger out there. There's a dog. Anyway, it was just who is your doggle ganger? Who is your doggle ganger? Is a question to be asked. But it was really a great show. And I would say the shy, getting back to that. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also 
also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That one on, on Showtime okay. maybe reminded me of like The Wire. Oh, really? Well, like that's that pretty first... high praise. Yeah, I know. To the wire. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> compelling it's okay. so so good the way this story is coming together so all right anyway. i'm i've you've given us some new ones Lori and julia there's now i know why my fear of the instapot is very real i can do a crock pot okay the thing that's sitting in my basement that is eight machines in one i don't know if i'm ever gonna be able to do it <laughs> well i feel like you should sell it or give it away or do something i with got it. dibs no, uh, Donnie. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Gonna, I got it. I, but I mean, I don't. I haven't even taken it out of the box. And now Casey and I are joking about it. And I'm like, what's wrong with my it. old rice cooker? What's wrong well, with my lovely crock? I do use my rice cooker. I love well, that rice cooker. Well, then you should really think of giving it away. Well, it says I can get rid of all my other things if I would just master the Instapot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think you should have a lesson. Lauren, here's the here's it. the review. You know, Catherine Zeta Jones was when she was on the Golden Globes red carpet. She was promoting Lifetime's Cocaine Godmother. That was the name of the movie that was on this past weekend. It'll be rerunning over and over <laughs> and over. And about a real life Miami. I almost watched this ruthless drug yeah. killer. Kill. Anyway, here's the review from Lainey Gossip. Um, ha, 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 ha
Wednesday. Wednesday. All right. Isn't it? That's good to know. (laughs) It's hump day. It's the start of the weekend, Lori, for God's sake. I must be bowling tonight. Is that it? That's that's why I needed to just verify the date. Just in case. In case it was still yesterday. It's today. It is today. All day it is today. It is Wednesday. All right. So uh, we are waiting uh, for Anna Todd, who lives in uh, California. She was like at at a book signing at the Grove last Saturday. Yes, she was when we were out there. Yeah. And um, but if you have a a young woman in your household, you are familiar with her books after after we collided. It's like this fan fiction about this romance that happens between one direction guy who everyone was like it's got that's got to be harry style right you know an imagine thing like very much like how the twilight thing started sure and she and sold a gazillion copies the, and this is going to be a movie the after series that yes. she did yeah yes good it's, for her it's and a big darn deal she's very young and um this is exciting for her so here she is with the spring did, girls yeah did you ever read little women when you're no no okay so that was like one of my i think i was like in maybe in sixth grade when i read mm-hmm. that book and you know it takes place the march sisters the civil war but you've got the oldest to the youngest and the girls are like 19 to 8 yes so you know uh, in this reimagining of uh little women it's the spring girls who that's their last name, same same names, you know, Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy. Yeah. Basically the same ages, but with generational wallpaper that fits into now. Yes, exactly. So it takes place in the right now. They mm-hmm. also live on a military base. Yes, they do. So you could relate to a lot uh, of this. Yeah, it's, it, it was, it's kind of, you know, that was that's kind of fun, but uh-huh. it's very much about, you know, just uh, sisters and how you're trying to figure out things from... Your older sisters and your younger sisters and just the how close sometimes sisters are and yet also how sisters can drive each other crazy and drive you know get yes get sep you know get separated mm-hmm. because the difference between the oldest at 19 and, the and like an eight-year-old yeah. you know it's like you're having two different families but they're a force of nature and it's just it's it's, it's a fun book. It's delicious. Anna's it's, here. Here's is Anna, Anna here? Hi, Anna. Anna. I have just hey. given the setup of uh, the Spring Girls, which is your modern retelling of Little Women, and we're so excited that you are better because um, I know you were sick last week. I was sick last week, yeah. but we love uh, the Spring Girls. It's just wonderful. What made you want to? What made you want to retell the story? Well, honestly, I didn't really think of um, how much pressure that it was. Right. I just, I was like, oh, this is the best idea. Of course, I can rewrite Little Women. And then I'm like, wait, no one can rewrite Little Women. What am I thinking? Um, but I just always loved Little Women since I was a teenager. And mm-hmm. I kept thinking how the problems that they faced and the hardships they had and their emotions and their family dynamic, it's still relevant today. Yep. I mean, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to just tell kind of a twist on it, um, kind of like Clueless and Emma, but again, like, no one can remake Clueless either. But um, These are all good goals, though, yeah. Anna. <laughs> yeah. But, but was what? it was it your idea, or did the public, publisher say what was an influential book to you in, when you were a girl? Because you, I was just saying that you really became a phenomenon with the After series. You know, that just Thank like, you. I mean, yeah. um, that's a gazillion books that you sold. I know it's really crazy. Um, I feel I think it just made sense to me because I was already if in the after series 
classic novels are really heavy in the plot line of the book. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of parallels and references. So I just kept thinking, like, I wanted my next book, I want it to be fan fiction, but I don't know of what book because I had put, you know, pretty much every other classic novel into after. Mm -hmm. So I was, I kept making lists and then I was like, oh my gosh, of course, Little Women. Um, So then it just made so much sense. And then the thoughts came on. I was like, oh, this will be super fun, but also so scary. But I was really happy with it at the end. And, you know, you are right. I mean, it is sort of the same uh, things that you're trying to find out as a young girl and as a sister. It's the generational wallpaper um, is is changed and it's now, but it's all it, it's still being a girl is the same as it was, in that yes. in that sense. And I think you really um, do a great job with telling the story. And also, I really was in, I'm intrigued by why you had it set on a military base. As a military brat, I'm telling you, you never get to read a book that talks about <laughs> civilian life and being on base and sort of even some of the differences and then not differences right. that happen. I, what what was the decision with that? Uh, well, my husband was in the Army okay. for eight years, actually. So we lived at Fort Hood for eight years. So mm-hmm. it was just like, it's kind of a part of you my are. reality that mm-hmm. no one really, especially now that I live in L.A., like no one really knows that kind of life. So unless they were an Army brat or military brat or spouse mm-hmm. or something, but it's not super common. So I just wanted to like peek more into that than the original did with the father being in the military. I wanted to make it like, a heavy military laced book. Yeah, and you know, I, it's kind of weird. You know, I'm I'm reading the book, and um, you know, the, the dad is on a uh, what you call a TDY right. tour of duty in Iraq, and it really brought back this just unbelievable memory of when my dad came back from a tour of duty in the Philippines, and I was like in um, starting in first grade, and then we were going to go join him for two years. And I still remember how we flew across the tarmac. You came, no, this is in the 60s, so you came downstairs mm-hmm. at Clark Air Force Base mm-hmm. and flew across and jumped all, all three of us girls in our dad's arms. It was just, I don't know, that, <laughs> I, I appreciated that kind of telling that because I don't know that people do understand that it's military families that are also serving. Right. Yeah, totally. I don't think they really do either. And my husband deployed three times, so I knew that, like, aching feeling and that fear of, like, when they you don't hear from them for two weeks and you're in blackout and that just, like, nothing is ever settled. Even if you feel like everything's going through the motions during regular life, mm-hmm. but there's just this, like, unsettling feeling, like, yeah. kind of simmering. So I wanted to put that into the book for people who would never experience that, or if they have, to kind of, like, remind them, well... Not remind them too much of it, but right, like, right. have that familiar feeling. Yeah. And there's something, and now are you from a big family, Anna? No. Uh, well, technically, yes, but not sibling-wise. Okay. So I have one younger sister and one older brother, but we're not really, like, our age is so far, and one has never lived with me when we were young. So mm-hmm. Was that, that challenging for you to write kind of about the sisterhood? Kind of, but then I just kept thinking of them as, like, my best, like, best friends, kind of, or, like, cousins. Um, but it was a little hard and it was weird because usually in all of my after books, there's no functioning parents, which is like kind of a theme in my Mm -hmm. book and kind of even in my actual life. So it was really strange for me to like, think about having this support growing up in this stressful situation and having these sisters to bounce like life off of. 
It was fun, though, because it was something that I had never experienced. It was also fun, but it was a little challenging. Yeah. We've had little women, you know, there's been movie adaptations, and I feel like the BBC or somebody is coming out with Little Women this, this spring. But I would love to see your version of the Spring Girls be a movie. Thank you. Me too. Okay, you too. Well, are they going to, like, is that more of a possibility depending, because isn't After going to be a movie or in production? Yeah, um, which is really exciting. And we've been, I've had a movie option for a while, but it was just kind of sitting and now it's everything's happening so fast. Um, so I think when After starts filming, it'll be much easier for this to be an option, uh, which would be really great. And we've kind of been talking about it with my manager and with a couple people, but nothing to report yet. Okay, well, that's exciting. Who, what was your favorite Little Women adaptation? Uh, the one with Winona Ryder, I think, as, is my favorite. Yes, yeah, yeah. that was a good movie. That, was that really so was good. a good movie in the she, early nineties. She something. was like perfect for that. And how about is it is it going to be Teen Wolf's Daniel Sharman who's going to play Harden Scott and after? Unfortunately, not. No, um, it was for a while. We kept it was kind of fan cast. Um, and it was a great idea, but then movies took so long that now it's kind of hard for him to play a 19-year-old. I love um, it. He was fan-cast. He was fan-cast. Now, I love yes. knowing that. Mm-hmm. So you have someone new. Can you mention who it is? Uh, we don't have anyone exactly, but there's a couple um, contenders. Okay. I think a lot of the fans want Bill Skarsgård, um, which will probably be filming it, too. So I don't know if that's even a possibility, but this is just my hopeful imagination um and on um, alex something like hughes or something from the vikings i actually don't name. oh okay my instagram i've been tagged in like a hundred pictures of the sky in the last few days oh. Yeah, well, this is exciting for you, Anna. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Anna Cott. Todd, the book is The Spring Girls. She also wrote the After Series, which is being made into a movie. This is a question we ask all of our authors. What was the last great book that you read? Oh, the last great book I read, I would say, well, it was a reread, but it still counts because it's such a good book. But it's The Bronze Horseman. The what? The Bronze Horseman. By Paulina Simons. It's just such, it's World War II, Russia, love story, mm. the most angsty thing you will oh. ever read in your life. Oh, lovely. Yeah, did we, you I wrote it down. Okay, oh, yeah. good. All right. Thank you. Anna, it's been uh, delightful to talk to you. We highly recommend uh, The Spring Girls. It's a modern retelling of Little Women. And of course, everyone, you know, back like when you'd read that book you would always say are you a meg joe beth or amy and doesn't everyone always think they're joe like in the sex in the city everybody thought they were carrie bradshaw (laughs) yes i think that's so true i always say that and i'm like actually i think i'm more of a meg but i love i love the idea of being a joe i know it i know it and great to talk to you and uh yeah yeah, thanks so much for being with us today listen we come back we have a couple books to give away yes we do six five one six four one one oh seven one it's the battle of the morning shows, people. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We're having Donnie look for, apparently a promotion was made of our conversation when we got back yesterday about my, you know. Ineptitude? My, my, I, no one was as shocked as I was that we didn't oh, have God. audio. Serious? No, we were more no, shocked. No, I, 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 when I had my first scare was when I decided to listen to the audio, and I thought, hmm, 
That's funny. Why is that red light on? Shouldn't that be off? Because this was on the plane. This should be it's... off. Shouldn't the light be off if it's off? Oh, this God. is how my mind thinks, okay? Oh, and God. I can't, that thing is so old, I swear stuff is rubbing off of it. As far as what is what, it's hard to read what oh, it says. I love it that. So there we I, go. There I, we go. Now then, it's hard to read. Okay, but then I tried sticking in my earphones to all the different little outlets, and I would press something. <laughs> <laughs> and I would hear nothing except, like, not a hiss, but just nothing. And then I thought, well, I have it in the wrong hole. And Like the okay. headphone? The headphone jack. Oh, God, there's okay. one. Okay, so, I, But I put it in the wrong no, one. No, there's, there's, like, two jacks. Or I don't know. One's what. for a plug-in. Okay. Lori, you really... Okay, but whatever. Then when I pressed it again, I thought, I'm erasing stuff. Leave it alone. Don't. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Don't touch it. Just get it to Rocco. So I really thought I was being responsible by not pointing out in the middle of and our snow. And I love snow. that you never told me any of this. Well, Julia, when we were almost landed in Minneapolis and then unlanded and went to Fargo, I just thought, we don't need anything more on our mental plate. <laughs> we have to deal no, with this. You didn't want me to be mad at you. Well, Let's we had honest. a lot on our mental plate. <laughs> we were going to make an adventure out of this. What was the point of pointing out a possible situation oh for crying out loud well here's what's going on right now so the morning shows are um we'll find that we'll find it but you know basically everyone knows that you what who you are and everyone knows who you are and Donnie is and the world is right with all of it Uh, they are okay (laughs) okay so so since all the changes have been happening in the morning shows with charlie rose and matt lauer being fired who were two of the biggest anchors on two of the biggest morning programs. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much CBS, ABC, and um, NBC are the shows that we watch that are really more geared to the female demographic that make all the big money for these networks. Their morning news shows are really where they make gin. Mm-hmm. And um, so now we have pretty much, I would say, two women anchoring the CBS, Gail and um, Nora. Don't you think? And then that new guy. Yeah, but they're always behind. Yeah, they CBS are. is behind. Throw them out of Throw the mix out. and just talk about NBC and ABC, Good yes. Morning America, and Today Show. And for seven consecutive weeks, the Today Show has been the most viewed. Which Since one do you watch Matt more? has been gone. I watch Good Morning America more. I watch both of them, but mm-hmm. I start with, depending on what they have in the lineup. Yeah. One of them first, but I DVR. Same, I got them all. I got them all. I watch them all. But most people back before, like when I was at Carlson Companies, or when I would always watch the Today Show. That's been my my show. I didn't really like the more Good Morning America, mostly because they always changed. But my mom has always been a Good Morning America person. And the gap um, is really narrow. Is it really narrow? Sixteen thousand viewers. viewers. Yeah, very, very, very small. So it goes back and forth and back and forth depending Mm -hmm. on what demo you look at, depending what time. Well, then NBC must be happy they got the Olympics coming up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because they pay big money for that, and they will have a lot of exclusive stuff. They have the Super Bowl. 
Uh-huh. They have the Super Bowl in a week from this Sunday, and then they have the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And it keeps going back and forth. But producers and, and GMA, it says that they're prepared to go up against the Olympics, which will feature. Um, are they going to go to the Olympics and do some broadcasting? I don't know. I don't think, they I don't can think you do can. That. So we'll see what's happening there. But GMA. I GMA, I th- really think that, that, you know, Robin, George, and Michael, they've hit their stride. They really genuinely seem to enjoy each other. Enjoy each Michael other. Michael doesn't bug us. He does not bug me like he yeah, used to. Say he's, you, speaking. he's grown on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Amy Robarts or Ro- whatever. Robach. Robach. I think she's good. She is good. Yeah, it's really something. Although I did have to say with the. Um, Savannah did a thing, Girl Crush Wednesday, I, and I I was like, uh, I sped over that one. I sped over the whole last two it? weeks. Just her spending like a day with somebody she really likes, and it's another woman. Oh, I see. She, uh, remember, it all started with her obsession with Roger Federer. Yeah. The tennis player. Yeah, the tennis so player. So that's where her whole thing started. Yeah. But I think it's exciting what's going on with women leading you know, yeah, absolutely. having really strong roles in the morning. I wonder if the SAG Awards will go back to their original weekend next next year. They've always been the last weekend in January, and this year they moved it up a week. That right. was a mistake. And I even remember, as I'm frantically thinking, I'm recording and saying stuff and being funny and capturing what people are saying and tweeting and taking pictures. Somebody tweeted back at us. We don't have time for this. We are watching the Viking game. But I never heard another peep after that because, of course, then it became People tried to not watch quickly it. apparent. But um, I anyway. love that. We don't have time for your tweets. <laughs> nobody get tough. Ain't nobody, and I, we knew that. We were like, everyone is going to catch either. up afterwards. Yeah. But it really did affect their ratings. ratings because last week they were on the, the Sunday of the Pro Bowl weekend. And no one cares about that game. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. that award yeah. show really is fun because it is two hours and it's all acting. Yeah, it's but it's TV and, and movies, movies, so you so get it's super... so many awards and so many stars come out because they do the ensembles for the television shows that are nominated and yeah. the movies. Yeah, so anyway, I think they will they not were down. do... They, they were down by like almost... Don't do a playoff weekend. Yeah, they, there's no way they could compete against football. Mm-mm. I'm going to no, look and see them. on their um, website. Well, the last, they... the last, when they do a Saturday night, that dampens watching it because mm, that's a big a date night. night. Yeah. But in like, you know, they usually do five, six million people. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so we could have told them that they were going to have our time. Now, this year wouldn't have worked out because this Sunday, the in-between week, is the Grammys. You can't yes. go up against well, the that's, Grammys. That's why, obviously, they, that they it. did it. What's okay. happened is everybody is moving up their shows when except for the, the Academy Oscars, Awards yeah. did mm-hmm. not move. But the Grammys is way earlier. That's usually a February show. I usually am on vacation when the Grammys. Yes, it's usually are. around um, yeah. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and I usually, for some whatever reason, I think I'm just desperate to leave town in February. You know, well, what usually I'm in January too. Well, yeah, but I know we have <laughs> the Screen April, Actor May. Guild Awards. Right. You know that we have this little yeah. getaway or whatever. So, anyway, Billy Bush, he told, uh, gave an interview. He said he is not because uh, people really thought. He would take joy that Matt Lauer got let go because he and Matt have a complicated history. Matt was mad at him about the Ryan Lochte. Billy Bush was a former reporter for the Today Show, very brief. Via Access Hollywood, you know, because that was an NBC property. And um, he, he, Billy Bush said that in private, Matt Lauer said, I fought for you. Right. 
It, and, just so and he you was, know. And he was good with that. And then they also asked him, again, if he takes joy in the fact that Matt Lauer got fired. And he said, no. Mm-mm. I, I felt zero- for the women involved and for his wife. But Matt did text me and ask some of the about some of the self-help books I've been reading. I told him, start here. Which I do kind of love that he told us that. I know, and I do too. All right. I do too. Oh, gosh. Oh, dear bread oh, and dear. beer. We will be back, everybody. What do we got going on? We've what? got manuary going on. Vote for Ryan and Nick on the Low J team. Absolutely. And uh, when we come back, of course, we do have some music news we didn't get to yesterday.